Hey everyone, you're listening to episode 23 of Inside Kevin C. On this episode, we have my friend Katie Kithgart, who I reconnected with recently, and um, we really hadn't spoken in about 10 years. We were kind of trying to figure out when the last time we talked was. Um, we met at church way back when, and um, just had a really interesting conversation about um, sort of what we've been up to and our respective bin- businesses, being in uh, real estate and photography, and um, yeah, lots of just sort of personal anecdotes and um uh, good chats about, uh, marketing and all sorts of things along the way. So I hope you enjoy it. And, um, last thing also is that this episode is brought to you by my real estate (laughs) company. So if you're looking to buy or sell or invest anywhere in the world, make sure to give me a call first and I will get you taken care of. So without further ado, I, uh, I give you, uh, episode 23. Started to. Okay. Don't let the... Okay, no, I'll you try can not swear as much as you okay. want. It's you it's edit. your um the only time I've had to edit it is when is episode one I don't even want to say. But <laughs> I already I already gave it away. But um there is some like there's a little too much gossiping going oh, okay. on from for people who we knew pretty well. Okay. So I was like, yeah, we don't need that. So That's fair, yeah. But in general, no. I just had an intro and an outro. Okay. Yeah, you have such a good voice for it though. Thank you. Yeah. I I've gotten some good feedback on my voice, yeah. honestly, but so it still makes that, me cringe. Oh, yeah. It, does it? Do you, do you mm-hmm. not listen to them? I do. You it's do just more, more painful. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so how has the last 10 years been? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start with I think I saw you when you were like grade 14 or, whatever. or something. Yeah. Well, so. I met you well, in church, yeah. right? I'm trying to think. What have I done? I don't for even the last know 10 you. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I don't want to actually get <laughs> into that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think I probably best got to know you um, during one of the church lock-ins. Oh, that's probably fair. Yeah. Um, one of the ones where we the fasting ones, or maybe <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for thirty hours. That's fair. Or just one of the fun ones, I think. Do you still go to church? Sometimes with my parents. Okay. Well, not now, but because uh, of coronavirus. But uh, yeah, probably once a month. My parents okay. go to First Baptist okay. over by Boise High now. Okay. How about you? Not really. I would yeah. say that I probably stopped going like mid high school. Mm. Um, I like occasionally would go with my family, but um, yeah, nothing really since leaving home. So. Your mom doesn't enforce it. No, or she didn't. Yeah, no, she didn't. And I would say I was probably too strong-willed. I don't know. Really? Both my parents. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, getting me to do anything is difficult. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. For other people. Yeah, for other people, getting myself to do something, I just have to want it. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's good. Um, it's funny how so many people who have such a hard time like taking orders, I guess, mm-hmm. are. St- like incredibly self-motivated hmm. so they really end up doing better in life I think than a where lot do of you think who, you fall on that I'm much more uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the opposite is I take orders very well you take orders that's fair <laughs> um, that's just my my nature you know mm-hmm. um, it's not my nature in terms of it being an immutable thing but mm-hmm. uh, that's my inclination so 
I think it depends on what I think the motive is. Like, if I think it's worth it to do it, then I'll do it if someone gives me an order. But if I think it's, you know... But even that thought process is... is, (laughs) You're just like, someone tells you something, you're like, okay, let's do it, so... Well, I mean, it's not that simple, but... um, If I'm in a situation with, like, an outside authority, then yeah, like... I'm probably not going to... I might internally question it, because that's... And that's just my habit as well, but I'm probably just gonna do the thing. You're just gonna do the thing. Yeah, I'm that's just gonna fair. go to church that, until high to school's over. That's fair. I think I would have, but I don't think that they were necessarily the best at going themselves. Um, mm. And I feel like I fell asleep or like struggled to stay awake a lot. So. Yeah. Like I worked in the that's nursery um, throughout most of high school. Oh, I kind of remember so. that. Yeah. yeah. So. Got to play with babies. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have liked that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have this memory of you explaining to me what the uh, pedo bear was. Oh. I don't know if you remember that. I at don't all. remember that. I remember pedo bear though. Now that you're bringing yeah. it up. Um, mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Okay. On a bus. See, this is why I think it was like too. So to we went Wahoos up to Ma- or okay. oh maybe it was McCall. I don't know. Yeah, because we stayed in McCall for some sort of trip. I think it was through the church. Because um, yeah. my dad drove the bus. But oh really? Mm-hmm. But I don't remember much. So yeah, neither do I. It was a long time ago. I know. Mm-hmm. It's such a blur. Mm-hmm. So you did go to college. Mm-hmm. Got a psych degree. Philosophy. Philosophy. Okay. Close. Okay. So okay. This, okay. Right. Where'd you go? Boise State. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Why philosophy? Because you like to think. Yeah, I like to think. <laughs> um, but everything else seemed uninteresting to me. And in high school, um, I was super into, like, debating the existence of God and lots of other mm-hmm. stuff, too. Um, what side of that were you on? <laughs> I'm most team God, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, I know. I just um, yeah, I, I know remember... a lot of people who like to play devil's advocate about things like that, so... Yeah, I, I, I do, for any argument, really, because um, that's just how I think now, but... Yeah, it was, uh, it was a really good experience. I initially wanted to go to grad school for it, but it took a turn, as you know, and... Yeah. But now you're in real estate, so... Yeah. Real estate's like a it? good place to be, yeah. Got things. Uh, things are finally moving after COVID. Mm-hmm. I had a really slow start. I think mm-hmm. cause my my training period got interrupted mm-hmm. and canceled, and then I was just kind of at home. And I'm not. I don't work very well from home. So frankly, I didn't do much. Uh, but then, yeah, once you get me in the office, we have a brand new office, which is very beautiful. I saw. It looks really pretty. You'll have to come by. Um, you'll have to come to our ribbon cutting. It's gonna be lots of food and drinks. And, I like food. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, who knows when that will be, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. What's your favorite part? Of the office? Oh, of being of real estate. Yeah, real estate. Um, the best and worst part are, are probably the people. Um, <laughs> That's fair. I get to do stuff like this a lot, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just really fun to reconnect with a lot of old friends and see people every day and um, my co-workers are all really really awesome 
really well dressed too. Yeah, I know you up. look so like spiffy. I tr yeah, this is <laughs> this is like minimum for minimum. going into wow. the office. That makes sense. Well, so we just bought our house um, last May. Um, Congrats on that! By thank the way. you, thank you. Um, and the person that we worked with was um, a recommendation from someone that David works with, who is my fiance. Um, and I would I know say David. That I played soccer with David. I don't know if he remembers you. I'll okay. have to bring it up. That's okay. He would probably remember you. I was on the Average Joes with him. Okay. Like, probably my last two years of soccer. Okay. Do you know how old you would have been? 15. Okay. Something like that. Interesting. Okay. I'll bring, I'll bring you. It was like the Timberline team. Yeah. Anyways. But, okay. Yeah. Huh. That's so weird. I didn't realize that. He didn't either, barely. <laughs> I, I said that I was coming to meet you and that, you know, your name was Kevin, but he doesn't, like, I don't know, he doesn't ask a lot of questions, so mm -hmm. I'll, I'll ask him if he remembers you. Plus, he's really bad with names, so. That's okay. Yeah. I won't be offended. <laughs> it's not uh, like we talked a lot or anything. That's yeah. fair. He said he was really awkward. Well, he was really awkward, so, around those times. So. I believe it. Yeah. I was too, I think. You think you were awkward? Not necessarily awkward, but just shy. Mm. You think so, so? Yeah. Why do you think that was? And what do you think changed? I'm scared. I was scared of the world. Um, I don't know. Just time, maturity. Mm -hmm. You build confidence doing things. That's fair. As you accomplish more. So, um, I think just taking a more honest look at other people and yourself, too, is likely... At least for my for my type, likely to boost your confidence rather than That's fair. talk it. Yeah. But um, what were you saying about your house? Um. Our, oh, our realtor. I feel like he didn't dress as like spiffy as. Oh. Me. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've got that going for you. But. It all depends on the style, you know. Right. And it honestly depends on the client too. Yeah. Like, if your clients are super casual. Mm -hmm. You might want to like take it down a notch to I try to match. Fair to like relate with them better. Yeah, there's so many sneaky things you can do like mm -hmm. that. I think that's fair. Have you so. sold a house yet? Mm -hmm. Working on it's it. It's coming though. I've got three clients right now nice. who are active. Um, but it's just about finding the right, mm -hmm. the right place. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the uh, that's the tough part too. Is it's always hardest at the start. Mm -hmm. You gotta get things rolling. Right. And uh, then word of mouth, of course. So. You're like, nudge. I'm just kidding. Huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Well, I, what I meant is uh, referring to David's friend, oh, who yes. he just knew. Mm -hmm. So. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Word of mouth. Yes. yes. Um, it was a good experience, but I definitely think, like, the next time. I keep meeting realtors, and then I'm like. I know. And then everywhere. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the next person that we'll use. But, um, I mean, we're friends, so I'd probably go through you. No pressure. I but mean, David's like, we're not going to sell our house for like ten years, so we've got to wait a little bit. If you're yeah. still here, I guess. Um, well, you got to buy a new house in three years and rent out your old house. Uh, that's, that's the way to go. David, so I am working for myself, and David keeps saying he's an electrical engineer, and he keeps saying, um, "Yeah, but you're going to have to actually start making an income if you want that to happen." <laughs> he doesn't say it quite like that, but um, yes, we. I definitely would say that we don't have like the stuff to just buy another house just yet but yeah I mean most people don't. yeah mm -hmm. um yeah I wanted to talk to you about your business because yeah. that's like 
we're kind of doing pretty similar things yeah i think Mm -hmm. um even though it's not super obvious right well i mean like you're working for yourself right and Mm -hmm. i'm working for myself you just have a brokerage yeah so so that's yeah like in reality it's more of a partnership okay they don't tell me what to do whoa do they take a cut of the commission or something so they give me resources and most of it's liability like in order to practice you have to be with Mm -hmm. a brokerage because they take all the liability and so you pay them and they take your money and uh, theoretically you make way more money okay okay that's good and that makes sense i think so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah how did you get started I mean, yeah. you've been into photography for, for yeah, a long time, Yeah, so I right? did photo in high school, um, and then I went to school up at U of I for um, graphic design. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a graphic designer. And I still really like it. Um, but David had switched um, majors a, a semester in from, ele- from elementary ed to electrical engineering. And so he had to stay an extra semester, and I had graduated. So I was like, okay. I need to do something. Um, and I was working for... Um, did you meet him up there? No, so we went to high school together. Okay. Yeah, but Timberline, we right? yes, yeah. but we were not we were just friends at that time. So um, we got together in college, uh, okay. sophomore year I think. So or junior junior year, um, and then so I had needed to do something. So I had a couple part time jobs um, doing photography and graphic design through the university. Um, but then I was like, okay, well I'll just try and see what I can do by myself as well. Um, yeah. And then I was like oh man this is nice and all throughout college I like was able to work part-time and just kind of really flexible hours which I really like um, and then we moved back here and I got a, desi- a design job at Forestall Design they do a lot of like food packaging and branding and stuff you say so, Forestall? Forestall Forestall okay. yeah it's down across from Road Skate Park um, hmm. yeah they work with a lot of like um, environmentally friendly brands and things like that a lot of organic brands um, and it was really fun and I really liked it um, but I did not like like having a standard day job, I guess. Um, and I was doing photography on the side, so I would have to take off like personal time to shoot a wedding or something. Yeah. It was just, just um, hard sometimes doing it all, so um, so I stopped doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and now I'm working for myself. So. Yeah, how's that going? How um, long have you been... When did you cut the cord? Uh, October, so... Oh, really? Yes, yes, because I had been doing... Um, I had been trying to do it on the side, the whole time I was working there for about like a year and a half um but it's a lot so uh yeah so in October um I stopped and then we went to Japan for two weeks at the end of October and then we got engaged and it's just life I guess it's just life okay (laughs) it's just doing the life thing um but yeah I really like running my own business I like being able to do things like this in the middle of the day um and we just got a puppy um on April 1st and she's a lot so (laughs) I'm glad that we, I have time for that. Well, we probably wouldn't have gotten her if I didn't have time for that. So. What's her name again? Ruby Doo. Ruby Doo. Yeah. Nice. Because she, she looks like a small Scooby Doo. So. Ruby Doo. Nice. That's cute. It's like nice. yeah, female. Mm-hmm. It's also Scooby's sister's name. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder if they ever created yeah. a female. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scrappy Doo's mom. So. Wait, Scrappy Doo, Scooby Doo's. Uh, nephew. Yes. Nephew. Yes. Oh. Do you think they were brothers? I didn't know what I thought, <laughs> but I didn't realize there was like yeah, there's lore a whole family behind tree. that. Yeah, there's wow. this great. It's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dang, I need to catch up. Mm-hmm. On Scooby-Doo. Isn't there a new movie coming out too? Yeah, we got a bark box with promotional items. Advertising oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie, so. yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, I remember the last one that came out was like 15 years ago, probably. 
Was that like the live action one? Or? Yeah. Okay. It was like weirdly sexual for kids. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> the live action? Yeah. Or... I don't remember, but maybe I'll have to go watch. Yeah, I mean, you're not missing much. But <laughs> that's fair. I just, yeah, there's some moments. Hmm. I feel like that's in a lot of like things meant for kids, though. Is it? I feel like... I hope not. I don't know. I guess I don't remember it, so I don't know like how sexual it got. But I feel like there's a lot of like kids content that like has adult jokes. Do you have anything in mind? I don't other than Spongebob, but... <laughs> what's, what's in Spongebob? Oh, man. Um, oh, man. Well, they like take off their clothes a lot. And it's just... <laughs> you know what I mean? There's just different jokes and things like... Yeah, I, I can see the jokes. Yeah. But, like, it's something that a kid wouldn't necessarily get, right? I think it's so that adults can enjoy the content while watching it with their kids. Um, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> That's the noble mm-hmm. view of it. Yeah. So. But, yeah. That is a bit weird. There is, of course, like, the like Disney or mm-hmm. Pixar drama where there's, like, dicks in different shots. Yes, I have heard yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there was, like, a cloud writing that was supposed to say, like, sex, but then someone yeah. else said it was SFX. I know, there's like a drama. You, we probably watched the same YouTube yeah. video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the priest or whatever in Little Mermaid apparently has an erection. Oh, yes, I did, uh, yeah. Well, I thought that was, like, the bird or something. I don't know. Like, it was something, yeah. I don't know how you can explain it, but, yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't watched it in so long. I need to go back and actually look at that stuff. I don't think I've ever seen The Little Mermaid. Wow. You're missing out. Yes. What the heck? I'm a boy, so... What? Never Boys can't like... like Disney? Well, it's... I like Disney. It's just not The Little Mermaid. That what? seems girly to me. What? Is there a problem with boys liking girly things? No, but just naturally, I just was like... I don't There's see great a... music I don't want to see a mermaid. Like, I'm not interested in this mermaid. <laughs> well, she's only a mermaid for a little bit. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Lion King was cool. It does seem like a more boy movie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Everyone can like animals. Um, yeah. 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 Tell me. Tell me more about the business. What would you like to so know? So how do you how do you like run your life? I mean, how do I run my life? Yeah. With a planner and Google Calendar. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so you wake up. What's your What's your like daily routine? Okay. My daily routine is I wake up. Um, I have to feed and play with the dog and walk the dog probably for the first okay. like 30 minutes. Do you wake up day. at like 4:30 a.m.? Oh, that's fair. Um, David has been setting the alarm for 6:45 lately. It's pretty good. So I probably don't get out of bed until like 7:30 though, um, because I don't need to go anywhere and I don't have a commute. So yeah. Um, yes, and then I'll get up and play with the dog. Um, or what I just did today is because she's not huge she's only like 30 35 pounds right now um and she's about seven months so she likes to get into everything um and so I like made sure to get everything out of her way but she'll like get on a counter ish and then like take something off and come and show me and then be like (laughs) come and get me I've got this thing I'm not supposed to have um, which is not very helpful when I'm trying to work um we start training this weekend though so hopefully that will stop um yeah and then so once she calms down um then I'm able to sit down and work. And as far as that, it just kind of depends on what I need to do, whether it's like editing, sending emails, um, working on blog stuff, website stuff, all the marketing aspects of it. So Yeah, I think 
well, I don't know about you, but for me, like 99% of the job right now is just like marketing and prospecting. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's hard. It takes a lot. Um, yeah. Like, and so where do you do a lot of your marketing? Maybe with just online. Do you mean platforms or? Um, yeah, um, or like how you do it. Do you mainly? Oh yeah. So in general, I mean, I'm still figuring it out. Like yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. still super new to it. But um, the current plan is basically a mix of social media. So I'm doing mm-hmm. posts every single day. Yeah. You've talked me into starting the podcast yeah. again, so I'm doing that. <laughs> um, it's not going to be real estate related, but. Yeah. Um, well, it's good for people to be able to like get to know you and stuff. So. Yeah, so I think it's just building brand mm-hmm. for one, and um, you can reach a lot of people because you know, for example, when you tag um, whoever your guest is on the on the podcast mm-hmm. and you post that on Facebook, all of their friends are right. going to see that mm-hmm. too and say, check this out. And, oh. and then I started doing like small little promotions for my real estate in the intro okay. and so yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just so getting in front really of people good. yeah, I think that's good. yeah. Um, so there's that I was doing the website thing for a while I still don't know if I'm going to restart the blog um, if I do I don't know we'll see I think I'll, you should I'll have to I hear a lot of great things about blogs and SEO and stuff like that you hear a lot of great things yeah, as well, far as uh, lead like, generation yeah mm-hmm. like people are searching for like how do I buy a house or like things like that and like and then they'd be able to find it find you and then ask you questions um, and it's just traffic to your website which then I guess makes Google think you're more legitimate so you'll get bumped up in the rankings and things like that yeah uh, there's lots to learn there mm-hmm. SEO is kind of intimidating honestly yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, I think I am just gonna wait until we get our websites yeah. from the brokerage mm-hmm. and then start doing it through there but there is there definitely are agents in my office mm-hmm. who get a huge percentage of their business from basically designing their website really well using SEO. So their website is something really generic like search homes in Boise or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, it works for them. So yeah. uh, that's an awesome way to go. If, if it's hard like doing though. That. Yeah. Um, Unless you know how to write stuff and then like you're good. I'm like, I think I write well, but I'm a really slow writer. So yeah. it just like takes up so much time, I guess. Yeah. The whole time aspect is important mm-hmm. too, because you want to be efficient. But um, yeah, so the social media thing has been relatively new. Mm-hmm. Do um, you like it? I do like it, okay. but it makes me feel like I'm being productive, even though <laughs> you're just like I don't surfing know. social media. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> like <laughs> that's fair. I think that it can be um, kind of much sometimes. Like, I like sharing my work, but posting like on a theoretical schedule or like engaging with people when I just want to like scroll I don't want to like but you know what I mean really yeah so and like it's like knowing when to do hashtags how many hashtags knowing how many accounts to tag for a feature and then like you can't do too much because if you use the same things too much um, Instagram will ban like it'll like block you for a little bit so then none of your hashtags are seen I didn't know this at all yeah it's wait so do you what are the mechanics behind that or do you, know, do you know the specifics on... I think that if you just use, like, the same hashtags in the same order too frequently, they think you're, like, a bot or something. Um, okay. So then they'll be, like, spam, and then so you're, like, shadow banned for a couple days. Yeah. Um, but that time is, like, a variable amount of time. Um, um, okay. Well, I'm not worried then. Because <laughs> I, I usually... I have, like, like, a notepad that I draw from, mm-hmm. but then I tailor it a little bit based on the post because yeah. it's never going to be... 
it's never going to fit right. quite right. Yeah, and one thing that I've heard is that if you have like a particular post that you really like or think is helpful to people, then you might want to hashtag that one, um, but then like not hashtag the next one, you know what I mean, just to keep it like fresh, I guess. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I, my, what I was told to do was just basically the more hashtags the better <laughs> in most situations, but it sounds like there's more to it. Yeah, they're definitely, at least, so like, I guess I don't know like from like what maybe what your hashtags are getting but like at least in the photography industry because it's so um saturated there's like people using them all the time so i think that maybe but i would guess that it would just be all around instagram like um yeah their systems so yeah i think the real estate ones are probably pretty overdone as well that's fair there's lots of realtors there's some overlap too i think with um a lot of the real estate ones are not really real estate related as much as they're just like beautiful home yeah, related or like mm-hmm. interior and design. Boy, yes. So um, one thing that I would recommend is using location-based has- hashtags. I don't know if you're doing that now. Are so you? I'm doing like this is Boise okay. and a couple of those. Okay. I would be like Boise real estate, Boise, you know, things like yeah. that um, as well. So. Idaho real estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. I have to look at them, but... Mm-hmm. I'm like, hashtag Boise, hashtag Idaho. Yeah. I don't know who's searching hashtag Idaho. People but. are following hashtag Boise, so I don't know. Yeah, downtown Boise is a good one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't really look at them myself. I probably should yeah. just to see what's going on. Yeah, but. so I've there's like so many. So like as far as Pinterest and Facebook ads and Instagram and things like that's where I'm I'm like spending a lot of time learning right now is like how to find your ideal client via those things um and so one of them was saying like on Instagram you can like look up if you know who your ideal client is you can look up um places that they might go and then look and see who's like posted in that spot or something and then you can find them and then you can like talk to them or not not like sales like don't be salesy but you can like if they have a public profile you can comment on something that you also like um, just to get in front of people and then you can talk to them and theoretically they're your ideal clients so you can like they would like you um, and stuff yeah you so. wouldn't have to do much sales mm-hmm. yeah stuff. it seems very it's a it's a lot of work and it can seem kind of creepy if you like be creepy about it like I wouldn't go back years and like something um yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that means something else I yeah, think. yeah. <laughs> but um but it's, it's pretty helpful so mm-hmm. um real quick are you interested in moving this table Sure. Are you are you in the sun? It's taking a toll on my eye contact. <laughs> What's on your socks? They are taco triceratops. What? So. Wow. Tell yeah. Where did you get they're them? Pretty pixelated. Um. Maybe H and M. What? I'm not sure. H&M has a lot of weird stuff like that for socks. <laughs> Do you like weird socks? Yeah, I think so. I mean... You should post about I, that in your stories. I'm serious. Okay, yeah. I One thing I don't <laughs> take advantage of is stories. Yes, yeah. Um, I don't either. I'm always like, my life is not interesting. I like the Wallpaper so, Wednesday. I think that's a really you, good idea. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's because I take pictures of like plants and I'm like, this is so pretty. What am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, so, you got it. can't just let it yeah. sit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you post things like that where people can get to know you and be like, you know, look at what socks I'm rocking today, then 
Yeah. Then other I people think... who like weird socks will be like, those are awesome socks. I'm gonna start that. So. I also, for a while I was doing like music on my stories. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's quite as relatable because it's really just, well, it seems like it could like be relatable. Like you would play music? Or... No, like I just take a screenshot of like one track I'm listening to that day oh, or mm-hmm. what I'm feeling yeah. uh, at the moment. I don't know how. I think it's relatable because especially if you really yeah. like the song, then someone's going to be like, I love that oh, song. Oh, I love that yeah. song. No way. Blah, blah, blah. You love Carly Rae Jepsen too? <laughs> you know, you talked about her on another podcast as well. Did I? I'm yeah. not surprised. What <laughs> other guys... ones did you listen to? Oh, um, let's see. I only listened to a couple um, because I was getting some work done. Um, you don't have to just, I don't mean, no, yeah. No, I, I listen, Everyone see. does that. They're like, <laughs> oh, well, I only actually just listened to like one. I'm like, I don't no, care. No, no, I listened to more than one. Um, let's see. I listened to, I think it was your most recent one where you talked about. With Mitchell? I think so. Um, was that a very random one where he interviewed you? Is that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I listened to that one. Um, I started the one where you were talking, the one under that. I was just working backwards. Okay. Um, oh, that would have been with Hayden. So okay. you, you listened to my two Discord. Yeah, and then, well, yeah. I did skip back and listen to one with the girl, and she her little picture was like two dogs. She was like holding two dogs. I oh, Michaela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. That one was also out of Starbucks. Yeah. And that one was two hours. I don't know yeah. how we made it two hours. <laughs> this is talking. Yes. I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine for five and a half hours wow. at Coffee Studio on wow. Sunday. Like, Did you geez. edit that one down? It wasn't even recorded. It was oh, just... <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, why don't you just record every conversation? I guess they'd have <laughs> I mean, to agree, not? right? Um, yeah. I think I could. I mean, I could, right? Um, but I think for other people, for guests, it's usually more of a thing. In that case, it's like, oh, I gotta. It's it's more performative. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to make them feel like every interaction they have with me is like. That's fair. Broadcast, or thing, I'm yeah. just using them and this that's another thing um i wonder if you felt is feeling like you might be um feeling insecure that other people might think you're only being nice to them or talking to them just for like selfish reasons okay i was going to say that i don't really feel that way but i do only feel that way like if someone just got engaged or something and i'm like yeah. congratulations <laughs> and then i'm like oh man are they gonna think that i'm saying that because i want them to hire me Right. But, like, in a, in any other context, it's, like, I'm not really, like, hey, you know, like, let me take your picture because I don't, I only do certain things, I guess. Like, I would shoot weddings, couples, um, seniors, and sometimes family, but, like, I don't do a lot of, like, branding or headshots and things like that, um, which is great about the photography world is that there's so many different niches. So, like, you know, I, I don't feel, like, pressured talking to someone about it. Um, except when they got engaged or something. And I'm like, hey. But I could just be, like, happy. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you'd have that reaction anyways. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. Do you mean to say that just because your your work is actually so narrow, in a sense, that you don't really feel like other people would feel? Yeah, and, well, especially since, like, um, I feel like, the way I have my business set up and things, um, I, it's not just, like, anyone who's going to hire me, I guess. Um, so, like, as opposed to, like, at some point, most people will probably want to buy a house. Um, and I guess at some point, a lot of people get married and stuff, but it's just, like, I guess you just don't really know 
I guess you're safe with married couples. Yeah. Right? You're like, yeah. oh, you probably... Yeah, yeah you're married. You don't think I'm using yeah, you or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think it's probably different with, like, photography because there's, like, a mutual sort of using, I feel. Because I feel sometimes I feel like they want me to take pictures of them. Like, you know, but not necessarily, like, let me hire you, sort of. Like, if you ever need a model, you know, like, let me know, sort of. Um, yeah. Oh, there. I see. Yeah, Interesting. yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah because <laughs> I had someone who's definitely not model material offer. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So that's so funny. Um, yeah. I can't imagine doing that. Mm-hmm. You can't imagine being a model. I can't imagine offering offering <laughs> to, be to be a model, model and no one's asked you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was. This is someone judgmental, but um, I feel like I definitely had some friends or some acquaintances, rather, who I'm, like, scrolling through their pictures on Facebook or whatever um, on Facebook, just creeping, um, <laughs> and they just, like, have all these random, like, glamour model shots, and I'm like, why are these, what are these doing here? Like, I don't know. I think it depends. I think a lot of people just like being model-esque, and then other people um, are probably asked by professional photographers. Because, like, if we don't have business, it's good to look like we have business. <laughs> um, and if just trying fun yeah. things out, and especially if, like, if they're in the studio, they want people, um, you know, to, to make, to be more fashion photography-like, um, where it is kind of more glamour and things like that. So that's not what I do. I definitely more like you're a person like let's capture you um yeah but um, yeah but it's like more, you do the more like natural settings yeah mm-hmm. yes yes oh sorry that's like a prompt yes i <laughs> um, no, I don't. <laughs> um yes uh i like to go outside um and stuff and i would say that like i would love to be out in the mountains more um and my biggest hesitation has been driving because i don't love to drive um, really yeah that's yeah. funny what? Do you like to drive? Yeah, well, I've just, oh. uh, I talked to two other people very recently who are also, you know, 25 or whatever, and they're like, I don't like to drive. Freak, I don't know if it freaks you out, but it freaks them out. Like, it depends. Like, I don't mind driving in town, but, like, um, on longer trips, and especially if it's, like, a, a longer road trip, I get tired. And so oh, then, that's like, fair. I'm like, but after, like, two hours, See, I'm like, I'm boring. ready for a nap. Yeah, right. And well, I don't drive my clients because I'm like, if I crash, then you could like sue me. Yeah, liability. So, yeah. Um, but and so I'm trying to plan some things for later in the summer in like Stanley. And have you heard of the City of Rocks before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And down there. Um, but I'm planning it such that I can like camp overnight. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, because it's just. Old trip. Yeah, because it's just it seems like such a long way for a day trip. Um, but they're, they're like two and a half hours away, and you get some really cool things in Idaho. So. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who, um, I don't know if you know Chase Hunter at all. I do not think so. He does, um, I'll actually have to show you his yeah. his photography, but um, yeah, he goes on these day trips mm-hmm. like every weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how, why are you, you're driving three hours yeah. like in the same day, mm-hmm. both ways? Yeah. He's, I think it's therapeutic for him because mm-hmm. he, he does it alone. Yeah. And yeah, I guess he just. I don't get it personally. But. <laughs> See, and I wish I were like that. And it would be better. David is also similar, I think. Like, we both 
don't mind driving, but at the same time, we're like, hey, I drove yesterday, so you get to drive today sort of thing. Really? Yeah. Wow, you guys passed <laughs> I, the buck. I know. You don't say, you, don't, you, can, you can pull the the gender card, right? Right, that, that he's a guy, so yeah, he has to drive. you just have to drive. He'll be like, no. But like, but Once if you're take, married, too, know, then you can yeah. really get away with it. I think he's too stubborn. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know him, I don't know him yeah, that well, so. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's because I like talk about equality a lot, and so if I were like, "Hey, oh, really? do this," then so you, you can't. I know. You, <laughs> yeah. I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You screwed yourself over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like in our relationship, I like I do the building of things. Um, so the building. Yeah. So like putting furniture together and oh right, like the handyman stuff, I guess. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what does yeah. he do? What? That's a great question. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, um, let's see. What does he do? He, he apparently makes the money. Yeah. <laughs> for now, for now. Um, Where does he work? Uh, Bastion Solutions. Bastion Solutions. Yeah, so he okay. works on warehouse robotics. Um, oh, dang. Yeah, doing, like, cool. automating the process of, like, um, for instance, like, Amazon. I don't it, I don't think he has any relation to Amazon, but, like, warehouses where they go and get your product, and he's working on automating that, so... Um, so his company sells robots to yes. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, well, not yeah, not they're they're owned by a Toyota, yeah. I, and um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So they just got bought out a couple years ago by Toyota. So that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he like it? He does like it. Yeah. He works with a lot of people that are now friends, which is really nice. And he thinks the work is a lot of fun. That's good. Yeah. Sounds perfect. Yeah, it is really nice, particularly since both of our families are here. Um, and he wasn't sure if he'd be able to find a job he liked here. So. Yeah, I think that's been a similar concern for some of my friends who went into engineering, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get a There's Micron and okay Idaho job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chase works mm-hmm. at Micron. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think he thinks it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, some other friends are like, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're probably going to have to move, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just had a friend move yesterday um, because he spent a couple years at Micron and was like, you know, I need to go back to grad school. This is not, I'm not having really? this. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's tough. Mm-hmm. They'll pay for some programs, right? I um, I think, I do think so. I'm not sure if that's what, I'm not sure what his situation is. Yeah. Um, I know Chase was doing, um, master's program but that they were paying for mm-hmm. but I think you got way too burnt out I mm-hmm. mean it seems stressful mm-hmm. working at some of those places yeah. so mm-hmm. don't want to add another mm-hmm. degree on top of that right. but yeah that's cool um so how do you yeah I mean <laughs> how do you charge money? Like, oh, yeah. I'm curious about all of this. Like, yes, that's fair. How do you get paid? I am trying to debate how much detail to go into, depending oh, on like who enough. might hear it. Um, so I guess I like I don't want to be like I I'm not trying to like hide anything, but it's just like technical terms that like I guess like okay I'll just get into it. It's fine. you don't have to. No, no, it's fine. So um, one thing that um, photographers nowadays are doing is they're like they're inclusive photographers um and so they just like take your picture and then they give you like um that used to be like a cd of images but now it's like um a code and you can download all all of your high resolution images um and so like it's kind of one and done which is nice in some ways because then you have all the files 
Um, but a lot of people end up procrastinating or not doing anything with those photos other than posting them on social media. Um, and then it's like three years later and you're like, oh man, I, I never even printed my wedding photos. I don't, I didn't do anything with the photos other than put them online. Right. Which is totally fine. Um, but I feel like most people that take pictures want them for more than social media. Um, yeah. And so one thing that was done back before, like, people just started giving out all of the images is, like, I think it's, like, it kind of seems like, um, like, Dorian, like, the school photography, how you would, like, get a picture and then you'd, like, get to order a package, like, oh, I want this many prints and this size and things like that. So that's more, like, what I do um, for, like, my portraits anyways. So, um, like, I'll okay. take your pictures and Makes then sense. we'll get together and you'll pick out, like, which ones you like and how it best fits your home as far as... Um, like if you would rather have them hanging on your wall versus like an album and things like that. So um, that's how I like to set it up because I like, and also then I get to wrap it and then give it to you and it's like a gift and you get to open it and it's really exciting. Um, yeah, I think that makes sense, yeah. especially from a business standpoint. Yeah. If you feel mm -hmm. like you've received something more tangible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and, and so a lot of photographers say that like, just giving out the digitals like hi, like that's your time and talent right and they can make a thousand copies of those digital images um and so like if you give so you, that's it sh in theory a digital image should be worth way more than an album because they can make as many prints as they want um but a lot of photographers don't price it that way um you know they'll be like four hundred dollars you get you know my time talent to edit you get it for the photo session and then you get all of the images but then, like, in theory, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Um, and it's, like, not to say that, like, you need to milk your clients for everything they've got. But just, like, your time is worth more than that, I guess. Um, and your artistic, like, like all of the information that you've now practiced to be able to do that, I guess. Um, yeah, your knowledge. Mm -hmm. Do you try to think about it in terms of how much you're making per hour? So I think that um, a lot of photographers do, and I think it's recommended to. At this point in time, I would say that I'm not quite consistent enough to be able to do that. Um, so I try and just kind of break it down into like, well, okay, so another way that photographers do it is they'll say like, okay, I'm charging this much per session. I need, I want to make this much money. I have this much in cost of goods um, and right. like all your bills and expenses. So I need to have... Um, this many sessions to make up for that after taxes and after cost of goods and then so it's like oh I need you know like 30 sessions or I need like 150 sessions um, depending on how much you're charging so I think it's more like not necessarily hourly but because um, I don't really want to think about how much time I spend on things because <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's not as efficient as I would like it to be I think my job is the same way but yeah you just kind of have to think in like lump sums I think but I don't hmm. know. Yeah, I, I recently heard that a good way to look at how much you're charging is in terms of the value you're providing your client as opposed to um, the cost on you or the value you think you're creating. Um, so, which I think usually means you can charge more because people value that stuff a lot you know right. they're gonna keep those pictures yeah exactly. like especially wedding photos mm -hmm. like they're gonna want those forever and if they're screwed up mm -hmm. that's a huge issue right and so if you can deliver like 
a really good product and mm -hmm. service to them, then that's a big value. Right. Yeah. And that's one thing that I do try to do is focus more like I would say that I think I'm a good photographer but I'm, I'm yeah. certainly, I'm certainly <laughs> not so. the most experienced or the best you know what I mean like there's always going to be someone and different styles and things that are different True. than you um, so I really try to focus on making sure that like the client experience is really good um, as well as like one thing that I, I make sure that I give everyone in um, my wedding packages is like something tangible like an album or a framed wall art or yeah just different things that they can have um included now which I've just started doing this year because a lot of people like just won't like if they don't have to do something then like it might they might like it but they're just like you know it later then you know they procrastinate or it just never happens I guess so yeah um, so I like to just make sure that they have something um that they can show off and enjoy and stuff right away so yeah I think that's really good yeah. um how much of your business do you think comes down to you and your personality versus yeah, your that's, that's ability. That's a great question. Um, I have heard over and over in the industry that when someone is hiring you, they are hiring you. Um, so I would say a lot because if you if it, if it comes down to someone's work and they're like pretty similar to yours, but they like you better, they're gonna go with you. Yeah. And I bet you feel similar being like yeah, yeah I was it's gonna like say all you, so. for me, I think it's. I mean, you can screw some things up big time in real estate, don't yeah. get me wrong, but if you're generally competent, mm -hmm. um, what really counts is the client experience, mm -hmm. like you said, in, yeah. in terms of your relationship. Mm -hmm. So um, even though, for example, I haven't sold a house yet, mm -hmm. um, the people I'm working with now want to work with me because they like how they feel when they're around me, you know, like, <laughs> you make them feel so good. <laughs> right. And it's not, yeah, not in a, in a weird way, no, but, no, uh, but yeah, yeah. You make them comfortable and they feel like they can trust you. So yeah. Trust. I think mm -hmm. that's like one of the mm -hmm. biggest deals. And even though I'm, you know, I just turned 25 mm -hmm. uh, and there's other agents in the industry who have mm -hmm. been working for 25 yeah. years. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, the personal relationship is what really, um, gives them the trust. Mm -hmm not necessarily the experience. Mm -hmm. um, what age would you say your clients are, like, roughly? Um, so, right now I have two who are our age, okay. mm -hmm. and one who is um, in the generation above us. Okay. But as far as, like, warm leads and people I expect mm -hmm. to be worth working with in the next couple of months, um, it's probably... 70% our age. Okay, 30%. and that's what I was going to say yeah. is that makes sense to me because I feel like like talking with you, I feel like I can better relate to you than someone who's older. Um, I guess, so. yeah. I, I mean, that makes sense to me. I want to also make sure I try to like yeah, yeah. get those older mm -hmm. clients right. too. Who are a little um, more established. <laughs> yeah, which actually brings, uh, has brought up some questions for me about what I want to how I want to market mm -hmm. what I want to really advertise mm -hmm. about myself um, for example Super Smash Bros mm -hmm. is something I'm less so into now but like for a five years or something like I poured so much of my heart and soul into that game and uh, advertising that that's something like I'm really interested in and like excited about you know has a possible upside of attracting mm -hmm. people who are also into that right. who are my age mm -hmm. um, 
and frankly a lot of those people mm -hmm. don't have a lot of money to buy a house yeah. necessarily because yeah. they're they're 17. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you're like I relate really well to the 17 year old. Well it's sad yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like <laughs> I picked the worst uh, the worst fields to get into when it comes to um, real estate like my interests are like philosophy mm -hmm. everyone in philosophy class is like a stoner like they're you not know. they're not buying houses mm -hmm. they're not business people and then uh smash bros which is all kids at this point who are you know three four mm -hmm. five years younger than me yeah. um, so there are some really great things you can do when i was talking about an ideal client there are like workshop worksheets that you can do to like figure out exactly who your ideal client is like who you not just like because they don't necessarily have to like I, like align with you in any particular way, but you're like, hey, I had this really great experience with so and so, and they like to do this. They like to shop here. I want to find. I want to work with more people like them. And then if you find out what they like to do, where they go, um, not those people in particular, but people like them, then you can um, start marketing about those things which would be helpful um if you're trying to reach people who you don't necessarily align with but it just depends if you want to reach that like ideal client versus like maybe your ideal client is someone more like you where they are like young but still um like established because like engineers yeah. are buying houses right like people in those fields are are young and do like to play video games um yeah like true yeah like i know a couple of David's coworkers who are around our age who have recently bought houses, and I think some of them haven't done it yet, but may in the future. So if I hear anything, I'll let you yeah. know. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely. I think that you could market like your interests um, to get people in. You just want to also market things that like. So yeah, the, the possible downside. I was. I, I have a lot to yeah, say, no, um, but in response. But uh, the possible downside is. Um, clients who are twice our age, mm -hmm. you know, who see video games as like a really kid-like thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can't imagine having a professional relationship with someone who I know is like, when, when we hang up the phone, are just like <laughs> logging onto World of Warcraft or, uh -huh. you know, doing something like mm -hmm. that. Um, so I still haven't really made up my mind about that sort of thing. Right, currently I've leaned towards just like doing my thing mm -hmm. and if people don't like it then they probably won't well in some ways like I think that's I think that's really good like I definitely market that like I like corny jokes or like that I play like League of Legends you know what I mean like I because I'd rather work with people that I like am potential friends with than like yeah. people who like just to get their money like I want it to be more than that I guess so your business also seems to uh, flow with that really well mm -hmm. because um so you're doing engagement photos, right? Yeah. Wedding photos mm -hmm. and graduation photos. Yeah. So all those people are very young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, some some of my best clients have been like late twenties and early thirties, um, which is like much different than like the twenty three year olds that I'm working with. Um, they're all great, but like just like. What do you like about the older? Ones? Um, I think that they have been through more life, and so as opposed to like when you're getting married young, like a lot of it is like, well, we need to fit within a certain budget, and like every that's totally understandable, right? David and I are fitting within a budget, and everyone is every, budgets are important for a reason. Um, but I think that when you're a little bit older, you have a little more money to be able to invest, um, yeah. because like everyone might see the importance, but um, those people might be willing to like act on it a little more. Um, which is nice, and because 
I have found that people who are like my best clients are willing to invest a little more because they like me or they like my work and like the people who like I'm making deals for or um are like on a sale or something or that are very cheap sessions um they tend to be I don't want to call them problematic but it's just like it's just you know what I mean it's hard it's like I don't know if they don't value it as much or um yeah I think yeah, that's think. uh that's actually a really universal mm-hmm. thing um in a way like yeah I mean if, if you doubled or tripled your prices mm-hmm. today um you'd weed out way more right. people who are less serious yeah less invested mm-hmm. and your clients would be way more um well, well first of all y- yeah you'd attract a I guess quote unquote a higher level yeah. um, of of customer mm-hmm. and also when you position it as a higher priced premium product mm-hmm. they're more likely to defer to your judgment right, versus making fair. demands on you yes that's so true mm-hmm. and uh yeah that but i've sense. also found like the older couples don't necessarily use like social media as much which is also kind of like then they would pr- appreciate the album or whatever tangible thing i gave them more okay. but um but i really also like need people to be sharing stuff on social media and so like I have like one couple in particular that um they got married in Cascade um and then they had a reception earlier this year and they are fabulous they are like they're young I think they're like 20 I guess they're like 24 now so only a year younger than us um but they're just like so thoughtful so kind and it definitely wasn't like the most expensive wedding but they just like really valued me and my time and my work which I think is more important than like like it makes me feel better about what I'm doing and who I'm working with I guess yeah so yeah, it's crazy. Um, returning to the marketing, I guess, of it. I'm trying to catch up on what you, what you said, but I know, <laughs> sorry, it's too so much. much yeah. No. Uh, Marketing's hard. <laughs> There's a lot. It is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it is fun to learn. Yeah. So, I've been enjoying that for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, as far as uh, ideal client, that's yeah. tough because it sounded like you base your ideal client on someone who is who you're just going to get along with or someone who's kind of like you. But also, like in real estate, for example, an ideal client could look like really just like a fat commission. So, yeah, like, I could chase fair. after, yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know, millionaires yeah. or mm-hmm. um, just very rich people right and I think it totally depends on what like if you want like if you're doing it to live your best life which I think is awesome right then like perhaps that's the way to go but like um, because I'm working with clients so much I want them you know they're around me so often on their wedding day and stuff I don't want to add to the stress and I want them to feel like I'm a friend that's there to help them as opposed to like I'm just doing it because I'm getting paid sort of thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to give that. No, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I did not mean to apply that. No, I, I, I yeah, I, I wouldn't think that of you. Um, but, yeah, so, like, obviously, though, if you're more likely, if you want to market to those people, perhaps they might not have, you know, as large of a house. The personal. Or, thing, so, or, oh, right, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, it makes sense. I mean... We're in a young demographic, yeah. so people are usually not rich at yes. this age. Yeah. I am not Lots rich. Of <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, no, we're that not rich too. either. No, no, no. Yeah. Do you have much so. debt? 
No, so that's, that's why good. we were able to buy a house was because um, I got some scholarships and things and only had to take out one small loan, which I paid off. And then David, um, his parents had get, had saved up a college fund for him, and then he got a full nice. ride to U of I. Oh wow! Yeah, so so that's is that down payment money right yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Nice. So not just that, but I had worked for a year as well full time. So um, after before he graduated. Um, after, yeah, after graduation, before going full time. So we had money yeah, that we right. saved up um, because we were just living in like an apartment and stuff. Um, and I would say he's very he's very budget conscious, which is good, um, especially for me because because <laughs> you're not. Yeah, so, yes, that is how we were able to afford buying a house. Um, because, That's luckily, sweet. we don't have debt. So, um, yeah. But, obviously, not, not everyone is in that position. Um, and it's hard, especially with, like, going to school and having all the amount of school debt and stuff. But, um, I know, I feel bad for people who mm-hmm. are... I, I work at a pharmacy, also, part-time. Oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> some of the people there have... <laughs> over a hundred thousand dollars yeah in debt. i bet and i'm you know they're gonna make a lot of money yeah. but mm-hmm. uh that's scary mm-hmm. very yeah. scary um going back to what you said you said that um it sounds like i market to people that like that have similar interests in me i'd say that like my quote-unquote ideal client would be like someone who was like a, a version of me that i would like to be like um, shopping at different stores that like made well and things like that where I can't necessarily like afford them on a regular basis but I would love to be able to if I could or like different furniture stores and things like that where it's like a little more stylized um, like they have the same aesthetic that I would like um, and that I have but I can't necessarily act on those things now but that is like I want I want to work with people who also appreciate that same so aesthetic so you with, ex- so. with <laughs> expensive taste or yeah, whatever yeah I mean, you can get stuff on sale, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to put some time into, like, thinking Mm -hmm. about who my ideal client is. Um, Because, yeah, there there is, like, the experience aspect Mm -hmm. of it, but also, um, especially in in real estate, you generally want to... You can leverage listings way more than Mm -hmm. buyers. um, Interesting. What do you mean by that? So, so I don't know anything. No, yeah. So um, when you have a listing, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, let me let me set up the buyer thing actually first. When you have a buyer, uh, you and your buyer are talking with a lender, searching for a house, and then hopefully you get a house and the offer is accepted and you close on it. And nobody knows any of that, mm-hmm. right? Like all of our. My relationship with the client is like fairly private. Mm-hmm. A lot of the information is private, and basically, the best way I can leverage that is through hopefully they give me referrals, mm-hmm. and basically like one social media post that says like "congrats," mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. But when you have a listing, you are putting a sign in the yard oh, with I all of your information. Mm-hmm. You're marketing that yeah. uh, with your name the listing mm-hmm. on social media everywhere all the time mm-hmm. uh, people are calling you to ask right. about the house um, you can build relationships that way and that when the house sells sense. people see oh wow that house sold so fast mm-hmm. like I wonder if I could sell my house that fast I'm gonna call the same guy um, so yeah generally you want to get as many listings as possible mm-hmm. and then theoretically get buyers from those listings so when you think about 
marketing to your ideal client, the business side would really stress that you market towards homeowners. <laughs> but as you know, like most of our peers probably aren't homeowners. Or at least not like going to sell their home yet. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. They just bought their home. Yeah. <laughs> um, Interesting. I would have never thought about that. That makes so much sense, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of... And, and not to mention also, um, buyers are just... Can be more time-consuming mm-hmm. um, because if they're indecisive, um, that's... Yeah, I think David an and issue. I put in like four or five offers. Really? Yeah. Wow. And we were looking for like four to five months but I'd say like how many how many houses did you look at though yeah we looked yes yeah, so we looked at much more than that I'd say how many um, did you go into so at least the amount that we put on and then probably like probably five or more than that okay we that's looked, not too bad yeah David and I have like a lot we have a lot of different needs that we need in the house so it was kind of challenging to um, compromise on that but yeah. I think that like a lot of things um like, I'm very hands-on, so, like, I was looking at at least anything I could find through the MLS and stuff, um, being a client, so I got access to that or something. Yeah. Um, and then I would, like, send them to him and be like... Thanks for listening to episode 23 of Inside Kevin C. I hope the ending wasn't too jarring there. We actually ran up against the uh, the hour mark, so it automatically uh, stops recording, conveniently. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, and um, we are going to be releasing the next one next Friday. So I hope you're looking forward to it. I know I am. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next one.